Yeah. Right. Oh, sizzle, sizzle. Let's podcast. Ooh. Whee. Brilliant. Out of interest, how hot is it um, where you are at the moment, Con? I've got a fan in the background. I don't know if you can hear, but it's, well, it's probably hotter where you are, but it's about... Today it was... It wasn't... It was about 25, 26 today. Oh. Yesterday it was... When we were playing, it was 29. And then tomorrow's going to be 30. I'm not ridiculous. I dream of 29 at the moment. Um, right. Let's get Let's get cracking. <laughs> Welcome to episode 45 of Fruck Unwrapped, the official podcast of Food Review UK. Get out your bangers, get out your baps, because tonight we're grilling each other on barbecues. I don't like like this video thing, because as soon as I make a joke, I look up and I see Stuart's face and it ruins the flow for me, so just... I'm just glad he didn't mention skewers. (laughs) But first... It's only fitting that he is the first person I introduce as, much like many of the things we'll be discussing tonight, he's a hot piece of meat. <laughs> it's Stuart Bullock. Hello, Nathan. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good, I'm a hot piece of meat. I, like, hot... I like that. It's um, It works on many levels. It does. Yeah. Because you're sexy, yeah. obviously, is, is the main level. Yeah, that's the main sure. level, obviously. But then you've got the, like, from a nihilistic point of view, I am literally just a piece of animated meat. And at the moment, I am warm. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. But, but mainly sexy. So. But mainly sexy. Yeah. That is the main level that we're all concentrating yeah. on right now. Yes. Bearing in mind, I'm, I'm saying this looking at a picture of Michael Jameson, topless. So. Well, you don't need to. Now we're going to have horny viewers, listeners writing in. Oh, writing well, in. I was listening to episode 45 and I got too aroused. You shouldn't do this. Or not safe for work. <laughs> okay. And next. <laughs> something, 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 barbecue pun, something, something, isn't he pathetic, etc. It's Michael Jameson. <laughs> Yeah. Right, okay, I see what you've done there, yeah, because you sort of you you've dissected your own formula and just sort of forgotten to actually fill in the blanks. Uh good. Hello. Welcome. Uh, yeah, kind of that, but also I, I just couldn't think of anything funny, so I thought it'd be amusing just to, you know, just spell out what I just normally say but without actually doing anything particularly no, I liked funny. It. It, was, it was no, I thought it was funny actually, very very meta. Very meta, yeah. Um, um, how hot is it where you are, Michael? Obviously very hot, considering um, that you are topless. Not safe for yeah. work. Spoiler. Top, topless, t- topless is a rarity for me, um, particularly when I've got the, the curtains open like, like, like I have here. Uh, thankfully, the ones in front of me are closed. Um, watch. I, I don't know. It's very hot. It, it. I would guess it's somewhere between 27 and 32. It's somewhere in there. Okay, cool. That's that's good. And finally, a man that I have met, a man that Michael Jameson has met, and a man that Stuart has seen the name of on teletext. Hey. He has he has many nicknames such as Calfu, Roberto Callum's, and Danny Calvez. But please welcome Accrington Stanley's own Callum Johnson. Hello, it's good to be back. How you doing, Callum? I don't know who's made them nicknames up, but I, I found them across the internet. <laughs> Various Twitter, 
<laughs> places, places like that, places like that. Well, we you know, we we like to refer to you as as the, as the the Cafu of of League League One. Yeah, uh, and having I'll, now, I'll say yeah, and that. having seen you in the flesh, you are oh, you're a sight running up and down that right right side, my friend. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> um, congratulations on uh, being part of the uh, Stanley team that did stay up in League One. Obviously, last time we had you on, you'd, you'd, the season only just started and you'd, you'd started quite well. It sort of dipped a little bit, but uh, towards the end, you sort of found a little bit of form and managed to stay up. That must have been a, a pretty good feeling for you and the guys. Yeah, um, we started off well. Obviously, like you said, um, it is a difficult league. It's we found that it's a lot harder than League Two, but we did well to stay up. And obviously, pre-seasons just started. Well, actually, it's just coming to an end. Honestly, the season's about to start, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, what's what's your aim for the for the season ahead? I don't, know, I don't know if it's bad luck to sort of talk about it, but what what are you what are you hoping for? Um, no, um, yeah, well, to finish higher than we did last year, I think, and and you've got you've always got to look to improve, and and we finished thirteenth, uh, I think, last year. So we obviously want to try and get in the top half, and 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 maybe even try and get in the playoffs if we can. Yeah. And we were saying off air, like you, you guys seem to have signed quite a few players already. So hopefully you're bolstering that side and uh, adding adding a little bit of extra quality that, uh, or at least a, at least a, a larger squad that might you know cope with that league and uh, yeah push you on. Yeah, definitely. We've signed uh, a lot of players, like you're saying. A lot of teams have though. To be fair, a lot of teams have um, uh, improved every year. So we've just got to yeah do what we do and and hopefully work together as a team and, and have a good season. Yeah, um, I did again briefly speak to you just before, but the Marseille win. How how did that feel? That must have been great to have. have I know it was only a friendly, but even so, to have come up against some pretty big players to and to to have beaten them must have been a, a great feeling. Yeah, it was to to play against players who were known as the best players in in Europe. Some of them and and a, 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 a really high rated um, across Europe and the world is is unbelievable to play against them and know that you can. Battle it with them and, and 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 hold your own against them is it, it was great and it was great obviously to win as well it's great to win any game whether it's a friendly or, or a league game. Yeah. Did you get to swap shirts with anyone? We didn't know <sighs> we were talking about it, but obviously in pre-season you don't have names on the back of your shirts, so it's there's just numbers so no names. So we we were thinking about it, but we didn't in the end. Is that um, is that because of the trialist brothers are travelling up and down the country at the moment, <laughs> yeah, playing, yeah. playing for every team in the league? Yeah, it's so, well the, the the squad list that don't get announced till just before the start of the season, so right. the numbers haven't actually been decided. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. There's there's a few of them trialists hanging around, isn't there? Yeah, I won't ask you about them because I know it's all hush hush. We can't know who's been playing for you. Um, just going back to last season, what was your personal highlight? Keeping Stanley in the league or meeting the Frut Buddies face to face? Meeting the Frut Buddies, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a very surreal moment. Like there was a bit just to, to, to clue you in. We sort of like walked into the ground and we sort of looked over and you you were training with whoever you were with at the time, and uh, we were like. Has he seen us? Has he seen us? Like, and there was a little bit where you sort of looked in our direction. He was like, "I think he's nodded. I think he's, I think he's recognised us." And it was all, it was just like very much like little fan girls at, at the time, sort of like <laughs> hoping that Callum would come over. And you did, bless your heart. And um, yeah, it was a great, great evening. Sort of a cracking, important win against Wickham. Yeah, yeah. 
was I remember it well. I remember it. it was a it was a big it was a very big win that it was a good game to it was a yeah. good game we chose to come and watch as well. To be fair, I can't actually remember the score, but I remember I remember Paul uh, Smith scored. Did he score one or two? I was small striker. Um, he, he got one. I know that. I think Billy Key got a three penalty. one. Wasn't it? Was it three yeah. one? Yeah, it was three one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was you a good were... game, yeah. It was good to meet you as well. I came over. Was it in the warm-up I came over? Because I spotted yeah. you. As I was yeah, there. that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely loud. Absolutely loud. What a great evening. Um, you, I think you're playing on sometime in September in Wickham. So hopefully, as long as um, everything goes well, I think we're going to come down and see you then. Yeah. Again. Yeah, good. I'll let, well, let, let me know and I'll try and sort you out again with some tickets. Oh, lovely, man. Lovely. Um, hey. Quick prediction... Um, I don't know if you look outside your league or whether you just concentrate on League One, but who's going to win the Premier League this year and who will be relegated? Oh, um, I, I think it's out of Liverpool and City again, to be honest. Yeah. Out of them too. I think they were that far ahead of, of the ref last season. I can't see anyone closing the gap that much. Um, so... I'll, I'll say Liverpool this year. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, and I'll go for City with the Champions League, but I'm not sure where to cut it. It's and then to go down, chef, know, bet, chef, you. I bet I think it's best I don't get on that. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, in, just in case. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's leave that. Let's move on away from it. Um, all right, Callum, you've obviously been been on before and we've done random questions. So, second time around, what we get our guests to do is a round of Eater or. And uh, this is basically just a quick-fire round of two comparison food or drink. And I just want your quick answer, literally instinct. Ready? Yeah. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Cadbury or Galaxy? <sighs> Cadbury. Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oranges or lemons? Oranges. Ooh. Burger or pizza? Pizza. Tea or coffee? Oh, tea. Ooh. Fruit or veg? Fruit. Rice or pasta? Pasta. Good man. Beer or wine? Neither. Um, wine. You know, you're not a beer drinker. No, I don't drink at all. To be fair, but the thought of drinking beer just makes me. That's why I say wine. But Cheers. I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't drink no. no, you tell Stuart the beer shit. Um, <laughs> McDonald's or Burger King? Uh, McDonald's. And fizzy or still? Still. Good man. Um, yeah. Do you not drink fair? Do you not drink out of preference, or is it just because of the uh, of the career? No, I, I, I don't actually like the taste of drink, but I, it's it's the career as well. I, ever since I was younger, I didn't really, when my mates started to go out and that, I was always um, really professional. Obviously, these fo- footballers do drink. It's not you don't you yeah. not have to drink, but I just don't really see the point. To be fair, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather go if it was I had a choice out of drinking or, and getting drunk or having a bit of bad food as some as like a treat. I'd one hundred percent rather have some food, some nice food. As a, as a sort of um, as a sort of treat. Yeah, actually, some, something that I forgot to ask you in in there, um, talking about you having a treat. Since we last spoke to you, I believe that you've tried Rich's cookies. I have, yeah. My brother bought me some. I came home. I went home one weekend. And I was telling him about when I was on the show and stuff, and I was telling him about the cookies. 
and I came home and he'd ordered some and he'd, he'd tried oh. I can't remember what flavour they were now I think weren't they, they like, weren't they just the original chocolate chip one I think yeah I think it was yeah they were really nice and I warmed I warmed one up as well in the microwave on it beautiful really nice yeah, yeah. absolutely cracking stuff lovely um Everyone ready for a little round of quivia? Always ready. Oh ho! Right, guys, um, couldn't really think of what to do with barbecue this week. So what I've sort of gone outside the box a little bit. Um, barbecue is often abbreviated to BBQ. Correct. So what I've come up with is nine abbreviations. Sure. Uh, acronyms, if you will. Correct. And I'm just going to ask you what they mean. You're going to get yep. one each, so you can pick a number. Um, and and that's it. I've got no tiebreaker, so if one of you could win, that'd be great. Excellent, thank you. Yeah. Um, let's start with our guest, uh, Callum. Can you give me a number between one and nine? Um, eight. Eight. Okay. M Y O B. So mother Yankee O <laughs> B for Bravo. Don't, don't, don't tell him the answer. answer. <laughs> 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 oh, good. Good, good gag. Well, well played. Well played, boys. Um, MYOB. I'm not ah. going to be very good at this. I've got I can give you... A, I, I've got clues lined up for them, but some of them are more relevant to other people on the podcast. And as always, I've not really listened properly. Are, they, are these going to be barbecue food? <coughs> no. Nope. No. They are right. just... They, they, just, be any, any they are just common, common acronyms, tech-speak yeah. things that people use. Some yeah. are easier than others. Some are tougher than others. What, um, for food or just in general? In general, Michael, a- anything and oh. everything. So, for example, it's not one. I might say LOL, and you'd say lots of love. You'd get it wrong. It's laugh out loud. Yeah. So, yeah, come on. M-Y-O-B. I'm not going to be very good at this. I know I'm I, not. I can I'm... give you a clue. The clue is not telling. No, pass. That was mind your own business. Um, Correct. Michael. Yeah, that's me. One to nine, but not eight. Three, please. Three. Mm. S-E-P. And the clue, I'll give a clue, actually, I'll give a clue for all of them. S-E-P, and the clue is, what Claire thinks when you go to work? Um, I've got it. <laughs> Um, let's go for silence and peace. Is that like the uh, New Zealand way of saying and? Silence and peace. Silence and peace. Uh, Stuart, do you think you know what it is? Yeah, it's someone else's problem. Correct. (laughs) Brilliant. Oh, that's that's offensive. I'm but also multiple people, so I'm, I'm not just someone. Correct, some some peoples. Um, Stuart, uh, numero dos, por favor. Dos. 
C W O T, and the clue is these podcasts. Oh, and I get that one. C W. Why is this one harder than the t- two others? <coughs> I've got the other two. Because it's yours. C W O T. C W O T. These podcasts. These podcasts. Yeah, ours. Frack unwrapped. C W O T. Something something. Something something. Cock one below overtime. It's not cock one below overtime. You'll be no. surprised to hear. Uh, Michael? Yeah. Change what otters try. Yep, that's the one. Uh, no, complete waste of time. Ah. <laughs> um, Callum, any number, any number except two, three, and eight. Four. Four. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm gonna, yeah. Um, N A W L. Clue: crocodile. N A W L. It should be noted that some of these are abbreviations rather than. Like acronyms. N A W L. Not a clue. Crocodile. What was the clue? Crocodile. Crocodile, yeah. Not a whole lizard. <laughs> <laughs> Not alligator whilst living. <laughs> Forward to the first round of trivia with zero points across the board. <laughs> Nice, nice anus, white lad. (laughs) (laughs) Are you bottomless as well, Michael? No, no, no. I've got uh, I've got multiple layers on uh, covering my genitals. (coughs) Good, glad glad your genitals came up. Uh, Can any any guesses? No, nothing. Can't think. You boys, anything? No, not a white lie. Yeah, I don't know. In a while. Uh, oh. Now I know what you mean by crocodile. Yeah, yeah. and abbreviation. So, Michael, um, can I have a random number that isn't an abbreviation? No, I'll have number one, please. Uh, number one, KPC, and the clue is what Theo hopes when he is at the Bing machine. The B machine. Bing. Bing. Oh. KPC. Hmm. Hard this, isn't it? Very hard. KPC. KPC. Kick, punch. What Theo hopes when he is at the Bing machine. The Bing machine. When you say Bing machine, Lee, Lee, when, he's, reference it. when he's Googling. Yeah, when he's Googling. Oh! KPC. I can't... <gasps> Uh, pictures like <laughs> nah it's obviously it's something it's something like naughty pictures um with a k porn. yeah no 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 porn with a like. k yeah no no porn like okay yeah i don't know i'm sorry no uh keeping parents clueless <laughs> Never even heard of that one, Stuart. Yeah, no, some of these I've never heard of. To be fair, Stuart. <laughs> Five, please. <laughs> you expected us to get them. Five. Brilliant. I, I, quiz, quiz master confesses. Yeah, even I thought these were too hard. 
Um, M-T-F-B-W-Y. M-T-F-B-W-Y. M T F B W Y. M T F B W Y. Move the fuck. And the clue is nerdy goodbye. Uh, M T. Was that M T F B W Y? B W B W Y. Move the foot back. Yeah. Um. Nerdy goodbye. Nerdy goodbye. Man, the no. Meet the fuckers. <laughs> Barry Winston, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, may the force be with you. Oh, oh that's annoying. Human, very annoying. Um, Callum, you got six, seven, or nine left. Um, six, please. Six. W Y W H, and the clue is feeling lonely. Oh. <gasps> Oh my god! I know it. I actually know this one. And you don't get a point for knowing it. Yeah, I know. Awful. W Y W H or W H W Y. W Y W H. W Y W H. W Y. Listeners must be wrapped at this section. This yeah. might be the worst quiver I've ever put together. Best, if anything. Mm. In theory. Wet. I've got uh, when you were here or something. something. Oh, 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 it's oh. So close. So, so. Sort of half a point, really. Yeah, I'm going to give you half a point for that because it's actually wish you were here. Wish you were here. Oh. Unfortunate. Right. <coughs> MJ. Yeah. Seven or nine? Nine, please, mate. <laughs> you prick. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because I'm. Almost stunned that these are the and disappointed that these are the last two left. Um, NSFW. Oh, oh. NSFW. Not safe for work. <laughs> that is an easy one. It is. I actually, I actually used it this episode. You did literally for ten minutes ago. Uh, Stuart. Oh, that means this is going to be an easy one. Number seven. Yes. ASL. Wow. And the clue is Club Penguin Chat Up Line. A S L. Oh, I know that. Is Wait, it? Is, he, is Stuart too old to know the answer? This is amazing. Ac- no. Accrington Stanley. <laughs> Lee? Lee? Accrington Stanley. Age, sex, location. Ah. Oh, there it is. There it is. Well, there we go. That was a, a, a thrilling round of, of bullshittery. Um, I don't I don't know why I didn't come up with a tiebreaker, but let's not draw this out anymore. Uh, well done to Stuart and MJ for drawing with one <laughs> and, and, and Callum with a half. I mean, the most pitiful round of quiggle I've ever put together. I know, it's just a tough, just a tough round, mate. I apologise to the contestants, I apologise to the listeners, I apologise to everyone who's ever made a podcast ever for putting this as content. Right, let's move on. Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider? And while you're there, why not give us some money? Whee! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash food review UK. Help us get Gossie some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. <laughs> Correct. 
<laughs> Good content, mate. Mm. <laughs> um, right, so as I said at the beginning there, we are talking about barbecues. Very fitting for this time of year, obviously. Summer, it's very hot. Very fucking hot right now as you're listening yeah. to this. If this does get out on the Sunday, uh, sorry, on the Sunday, fuck me, it's never gone out on Sunday. If this goes out on the Thursday, the hottest day possibly of all time, I'm sure some of you may be maybe cracking back with a Rattler whilst <laughs> watching Mate, it sausages sizzle. Do we know what the hottest day in the UK has ever been, was, is? Uh, 38.5 degrees. Centigrade. That's the hottest? Yeah. Wow. That's what it said on the news earlier, that's the current record, and that was 2004, I think they said. It's projected to be quite hot tomorrow anyway, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they're saying. It could be the record breaker, Michael. Wow. Fuck. So that actually wasn't hyperbole? No, no, no. It's genuinely, they're saying that if it gets as hot as they think it might, then it could break records tomorrow. I mean, bearing in mind, I I don't know where it has to be. I don't know if if there's a certain spot it has to be measured or if it's just any point in the UK. But at the moment, it's probably on the thermometer. Very good point. Um... (laughs) But yeah, I mean, in, in Slough and surrounding areas, it's being predicted 37, so it's not... Jesus. I mean, it's not really out of the realms of possibility. Somewhere in London, it gets up to 38 or 39. I mean, that's yeah. sort of dangerous, isn't it? It is quite dangerous, yeah. I'm glad that we've had this talk. Thank you. Are you going to be topless again tomorrow for um, most of the day? Are you going to go to work topless? Uh, i tell you what, uh, we are allowed to dress down tomorrow. Oh, so so are we. Stuart's not at work, so he can dress Sim- down. Yes, and... simple mercies, isn't it? And Callum, have you got training tomorrow? Um, yes, we do. Yeah. Oh. Can you Ooh. dress down? At, can you dress down at, at there? Do you have to? Do you have to go in a shirt and tie like we have to usually? <laughs> no, thank. Fortunately, we can just wear shorts in the team. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, barbecues. Let's talk yeah. about barbecues. It's 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 the food of the summer, isn't it? Um, first things first. What what are your guys' preferences on goal? Uh, goal. Brilliant. Gas versus coal. Oh God, coal. Jesus. What's the point? Well, convenience. I would imagine is a massively big point because well, fuck that it gas. Then. No point. That, that gas barbecue is up and ready to go in, in minutes, whereas the coal one can take a bit of time. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> barbecue for me is about flavour. It's not about convenient. Do it indoors then if you're going to use gas. I was um, aggressively coal and anti-gas for years. And then, and then I bought a gas barbecue and uh, saw that everyone who doesn't have a gas barbecue is an idiot. And sits there topless with their mates. Yeah, it's um, yeah gas barbecue. It means that on a hot day, you can just come home at the end of the day and cook your tea on the barbecue, rather than barbecue having to be this big thing that you prepare for. You can have a barbecue every day if you want. And you yeah, can that, make. Oh, I so, uh, yeah, so can I. I'll just cook it indoors. And you can make it smoky. <laughs> uh, you can make it how. By putting wood, by putting wood chips on the barbecue, or for example, oh, well, obviously I didn't know that. So. <laughs> I have a, I have an overgrown rosemary plant in my garden. What I do when I like my gas barbecue is I just pull handfuls of rosemary off the plant and throw them on the gas barbecue first as well to get a nice, uh, and also makes my makes my neighbours think I'm smoking bare weed. So that's always fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all right, fair. So, Michael, have you been converted now? Uh, I'm still a little sceptical, but 
fair play. Um, Callum, what about you? Are you gas or coal, or, or do you do you actually do you actually barbecue much yourself? Because you obviously suggested this topic. So is this something that you, you get involved in? I do, yeah, I do. Always when I'm when I'm back at home, obviously in the summer, um, I do it. We have a gas barbecue, but I can I can I can sort of understand where MJ's coming from. The taste is better. I would say the taste is better from a um, from a coal, but gas is just so much easier. We've got a gas one, so I'll say gas. I, lo- I love carting around the big old big old gas tank as well. It makes me feel manly. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do any of the barbecue, and I leave that to Laura. But at least I'm the one carrying around the gas tank. <laughs> Keep keeping the rolls. Fun right. fact: you, you'll you'll probably not be surprised that the man who's barely cooks anything ever has literally. I have literally never done a barbecue in my life. Whoa! I've yeah. only done, I think, three. Really. Yeah, because I mean we we've only we've only had a garden for two years. Wow! Um, pretty much fucked up the first one. Uh, actually, I didn't even fuck up the first one. I did so much research online because you know starting a barbecue and it is a bit daunting. It is a completely different beast. There is a lot that you need to know that you don't just pick up in the kitchen. Um, so I had it already. Bought all the stuff. Bought the chimney and everything. Um, tried to get it alight and it just didn't work. Bloody oh. turned out that the charcoals I were using were just absolute duds. And then when I bought some decent charcoal, fucking smashed it. Uh, although I say smashed it, I I would say out of um, of the two successful barbecues that I've had, hopefully I um gave enough emphasis on that word that the that the listeners understand that I was doing those air quotation marks. Successful barbecues that I've had, uh, I would actually say neither of them were particularly good. Um, I think I'm slightly limited by the size of the barbecue that I have, uh, and also it's learning your way around what actually works well um I, I i think i'd like to actually do chicken breast on the barbecue um skin on chicken breast because i i just don't really like uh, um chicken on the bone on a barbecue i'm not the massivist fan of it um but i do want like the chicken flavor especially that charred skin so skin on chicken breast uh, love burgers um i actually prefer thinner burgers I mean, I don't what, know why we're jumping. What soup. on earth are you? Why are you going off on this tangent? Yeah, I mean, coal or gas. I mean, you're just talking about every single thing. Oh, go ahead, mate. Just rattle it off. <laughs> I've gone completely rogue. Someone <laughs> stop me. I think Stuart did. Um, out of interest, throwaway barbecues. <laughs> what? Oh God. Do I have a story about that? <laughs> I used, to, I used to use them quite regularly. When when we bought our first house, before I bought, I used to have one of those big kind of drum charcoal barbecues. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that, I bought, I, I just used throwaway barbecues and I had a stand, I had a folding stand that you could put throwaway barbecues on, which made it usable. Um, yeah. But I, as soon as I was able to get a proper barbecue, I got a proper barbecue. Mm. I wouldn't take I wouldn't take them to places to use because um, sometimes get them when we're camping. But you get issues with uh, the, one of the things that one of the reasons that the, you get lots of wildfires and stuff is idiots with throwaway barbecues. Oh wow! Yeah, I was going to say it's ideal for that, which obviously is not the good thing to do. But and and anyone who's in a flat that doesn't have necessarily particularly. The space to store a whole great big hulking barbecue, but um, I mean, I guess they're decent enough for what they produce, but it's just 
no, it pales in comparison to the um, to the main thing. Um, I think I've only I think I've only used one, and I, it, is, it is a fairly amusing story. So I will will just briefly run over it. Um, several years, about ten years ago, actually, it was two thousand nine. Uh, the first ever theme fest that I went on. So like a group of uh, myself and some lad friends um, going to theme parks. We sort of uh, I'm not sure if we winged it or wang it. Oh <laughs> shit! Uh, I'm Did not sure if we it winged it on, on the first night, uh, second night rather. But we didn't actually. I, I, I think for some reason I was unable to get accommodation or some bollocks like that. And I thought, oh, we'll just we'll just go to like the nearest hotel we can find. Um, basically, no accommodation where we were. Uh, tried there were a few campsites, so we tried a few campsites. But I don't know if you've ever come across this. Campsites do not like. Uh, groups of boys um they actually won't uh groups of boys yeah literally they won't actually accept single sex parties um so we went to this we went to this uh uh we just drove in to this campsite uh absolutely massive site and there was one tent in it um rows and rows and rows of of empty space and it was it was no like eight o'clock or something it was or seven o'clock it was like getting on um and we we pulled up to like the house area, and someone came out, and we were like, "Oh, is it, you know, we haven't booked or anything. Is it possible to get a pitch?" And they said, "Oh no, we uh, we don't have any space for you." And we were like, "But we've just driven past. You, you you've literally got sort of 250 pitches." And they were like, "No, no, no." Uh, and yeah, basically, we went to the next place, and then we sort of understood that it would have been because of a single set. Because they they actually told us the truth the next place. Anyway, um, to cut a long story short, we got we Jesus got some, Christ. <laughs> to cut a long story short, we got some food from Sainsbury's, um, and we essentially had to find a layby, um, and so we we had to sleep in our cars in a layby, and we had a, a disposable barbecue, uh, cook the food on it, had some nice sausages and hot dogs and rolls. Uh, there's a few photos on Facebook if I can find it actually. Uh, right, Nate's just held up a, a um, image, a handwritten note that says help. Um, and, uh, oh, wow, we're getting images sent now. <laughs> Callum's sending images of barbecues. Um, and, uh, yes, we had some very nice sausages, blah, blah. I'll uh, try and find a picture of me. There's a very amusing picture where I've got uh, sesame sausages. <laughs> Sesame seed baps on my ears, like it's bread earmuffs, and I'll post it on the. <laughs> this is awful. The guys are fuming. Anyway, so we had some nice sausages, blah blah blah, and at the end of the night, my mate Phil shit on the barbecue. Oh God! Carry, carry I mean, on. you could have just you could have just led with that, really. I've got a music story it, about a disposable barbecue. My mate once shat on one. The end. Yeah, but. Well, it's a bit of context. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't think finding out that, that campsites won't let young boys in, um, and that you got turned away like some sort of modern day fucking Mary and Joseph, um, <laughs> helped us. Helped us with that. Uh, fine. Thank you, Mumbo. M- M- I don't know why I called you Mumbo. Stuart's leaned into it there with the old rosemary thing. Any any sort of other tips and tricks that we've got with barbecues? Any other thing, not food-related per se, but anything that you sort of do um, that might help others to, you know, accentuate their, their meat? Ah, 
I Michael mentioned one of those chimneys about a, a few years ago. What, what I went to a mate's house and he had one of those chimneys, charcoal chimneys, um, and that was an absolute revelation to me because I had struggled for years. I used to just buy those, um, you know, the bags where you set fire to a bag, um, yeah. and then when when I found out about those lighting chimneys, that was an absolute revelation, um, like a full foolproof way of lighting a charcoal. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of shit I have to put up with around this, living in this place. What is that, Michael? <laughs> Just a ridiculous uh, motorbike driving past. Amazing. Can you tell them not to? Do you not, like, write in the local press saying that you're doing a podcast tonight yeah. and that do they keep the road noise down? I put, I put a post-it note on the parish council, but they just ignore it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, ch- chimney, chimney. The, the 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 gas barbecue thing is. I, I don't actually have any kind of. Um, I don't have like a smoking box or anything for it. But um, maybe at some point in the future, I might do. Do Do you have the ability to barbecue down it uh, down here then, Callum, or is it literally just when you go back up north? No, it's just when I go back home because I'm in a flat. I'm in a flat um, here where I'm like most of the time. But then when I go back up north. We've got like a garden, so I can. That's where that picture is from uh-huh. the summer. So we've got I, that that gas barbecue, and I, I do skewers. I do, do you see on the top? I did some chicken, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I love chicken on on barbecue. I do sometimes the whole chicken breast, and sometimes I just skewer it, put skewers on. Um, yeah, and I'm the I'm the one who does it. So out of out of interest, chicken is the. Go on, Michael. I think. I think chicken chicken is the food that takes on the most flavour on the barbecue. So I think it's yeah. the food that is probably most worthwhile doing. I've yeah. struggled to get much additional flavour into burgers in particular. Mm. Um, out of interest, is that barbecue brand new? Because I don't think I've ever seen a cleaner barbecue in my life. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah, it's a new one, yeah. Oh, thank God for that, because that, that made me feel a little bit self-conscious about my own barbecue. Because I'm responsible for cleaning it, even if I don't cook on it, and it's nowhere near as clean as that. Wow. Fair play. What what else have you got in there? A bit of steak? Oh, let me just get this picture. Sausages. Um, yeah, there's some steaks there, um, sausages, then on the top there. There's the chicken. skewers. Yeah, the skewers. I sometimes put chicken and halloumi on. I don't think there's halloumi on. Oh. Oh. Oh, that, by the way, that all looks beautiful. Yeah, very yeah. well coached. Right, we're going to get there. Let's move on to the let's move on to the food because it's too tantalising. Um, so, Callum's there said you know about the stuff that he was in. Boys, tell me what else? Meat, meat, poultry, fish. Yeah. What is your what is your go tos? What's what's I guess what's what's your absolute staples and what's your extravagances? Belly pork. Oh, I always, I'll, I'll, it's my favourite thing on a barbecue. I always do belly pork. It's my favourite food. It's dirt cheap. It's so tasty and flavoursome. Um, chicken wings, because again, they're dirt cheap and they're they're fun and they they're tasty. They're all flavour because you you marinate them and then there's so much surface area on a chicken wing compared to actual meat. You get loads and loads of flavour from them. Halloumi. Yeah. Oh, uh, halloumi is fucking incredible. Obviously, because my wife's a vegetarian, I tend not to do a lot of kind of burgers and sausages, that kind of thing. It tends to be more um, chicken wings, uh, ribs. I do quite a lot of ribs on the barbecue as well. Um, one of the one of the best things that I do on the barbecue is we we'll often for tea um, make our own chicken and halloumi kebabs, so naan breads. I think I've mentioned this before. I pickle some red onion and white cabbage, yeah. 
and then we'll have that on a naan bread with some halloumi and some chicken and oh. if you can barbecue the halloumi and chicken it just makes it so much better because you get that beautiful grilled flavour on the chicken but what yeah. do you do about what do you do about halloumi because sometimes it's a little bit uh, it falls apart on the, on the uh, barbecue do you put anything under it or no no oil the barbecue yeah um, cut the halloumi reasonably thick yeah, uh, which, which we have have done, but it still seems to just sometimes fall through the gaps. I don't uh, know what's going on. It's your too ba- hot, probably. Yeah, yeah. No. Can't go too hot with it. Every now and again, you've got to sacrifice a police a uh, piece of halloumi to the barbecue gods. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, I mean, as long as long as the rest of it comes out, yeah, as perfect as it normally does. One one for your dead homies, but yeah, <laughs> no. It's, every now and again, you do lose a piece, but it's, yeah, it is heat. Yeah, you can't yeah. cook. You can't cook halloumi too quickly. If it goes, you get it really, really hot. It melts. Yeah. MJ, any, anything else to add on that? Um, I would actually say that sausages are pretty mandatory um, for a few reasons. First and foremost, they are formidably small. Um, they are incredibly uh, easy to ones. fit. What? Well, sorry. Not if you get big ones. Well, yeah, but I mean they're, they're cylindrical, and you know they—they're just—you can fit them on. You can fit. Them on. I would guarantee you can fit a sausage on a barbecue. Cumberland. Find find me a bar. Find me a barbecue, and I'll show you a sausage that fits on it. <laughs> there we go. There's a, there's a, there we go. The title. It's never written itself so easily. <laughs> Um, yes the sausage is always there Um, personally burgers being one of my favourite foods I do sort of need a burger Uh, my outside one there there will be other things there like your chicken kebabs and whatnot, and probably a chicken on the bone like I say I want to move into chicken breast and it's something I will definitely trial next time I do a BBQ Um, however my real outside bet is the lamb and mint kebabs Mm big fan of the lamb and mint flavour combination so those are yeah freak frequent attendees when you say lamb and mint kebab are you talking like a kofta type kebab or is it um, yeah or is it yeah, chunks the... of lamb with bacon? oh no pre preformed supermarket quite a sweet glaze yeah yeah, yeah. uh wooden oh, sticks in you're preaching to the choir son um, and moving back to you Stuart you said about the chicken wings what do you marinate them is it, is it a barbecue marinade or do you go for mix it up um, I'll do different things. So if I'm if I'm not worried about spiciness, so if I'm not worried about my son eating them, I'll I'll use um, jerk jerk paste. So well, jerk is a it's a style of cooking rather than a flavour. But I'll <laughs> I'll use a, I'll use a jerk paste. Um, I just uh, otherwise I'll otherwise I'll just muck around. So. For example, I did chicken wings uh, the other day, and I, I I put them in a, a plastic bag, and I marinated them with olive oil, smoked paprika, a little bit of ketchup, salt and pepper, um, and it was really really nice, like a more a smoky Spanish style rather than mm. rather than super spicy. I just chuck the I chuck things in a plastic bag, so I might chuck maple syrup in, I might chuck some barbecue sauce oh. in, I might chuck some. I've got various Ugh. rub spices. I might chuck rub spices in there. I just make things up as I'm going along. Um, I it's at times like this, and we have this every every show really, where I just think I don't, I shouldn't be on this podcast. I can't add anything to this. Um, 
What about you, Colm? Anything else beyond what you've uh, what you said? Any anything? Uh, any other types of meats or fish? Well, yeah. What about fish? Does anyone throw fish on their barbecue? Some, sometimes. No, not really. I don't. I was just thinking about when MJ said there about what is that for? Uh, that's, it's, that's it's, me with the uh, with the bat with the bat bat muffs. Q, what are you? I'm an idiot sandwich. Um, yeah, it was what sort was of a bit of a, yeah, we get it. A, it was a bit of a model for Yeah, good, cool. It wasn't funny then. Not funny now. <laughs> well, it's, it's going on our Instagram at Frontgram. Sorry, Karen. Cool. Yeah, um, I was thinking about the coffees. I've never, I do like lamb coffees, but I've never actually done them on a barbecue. I usually do them just in a grill, obviously, inside in an arm loving. Um, I was going to ask MJ what sauce you what sauce would you eat with uh, lamb coffees? Um, I just yeah <laughs> yeah I'm no. a bit of a dry, <laughs> I'm a bit of a dry boy. I oh. just have them dry. <laughs> yeah, I, all of it dry. Bag. I'll have a slice of cheese in my burger. Apart from that, everything's everything's either going in bread or it's going in mouth. What about Crucial's yogurt and mint sauce? Oh, yeah. Stuart, talk to me. It's great, great stuff, that cru- Crucial's yoghurt and mint sauce. Do you know it the Crucial stuff, Callum? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. We we used to, when I was at Middlesbrough, we used to they do, they used to do coffers for um, lunch on some days, and they used to have that with the sauce, and that's what I used to have. I haven't had it for a while since I was yeah. at Middlesbrough, but that's what we used to have with the coffers. Yeah. The um that that sauce is essentially the reason that I've lost five stone because I have almost explicitly had that on my salad every single day since I started dieting, which I have at lunch, and it is a just yeah. It it, it might up be up there with my favourite sauces of all yeah, time. Right. It's it is fucking wow. perfection. It just balances. Yeah. I know we're not doing the condiment. Uh, uh, episode, but it just balances sweetness, the mint, everything. Oh, it's fucking unreal. Yeah, MJ, it's t- it's times like this I pity that you're not into condiments. I'm sort of getting that. I bought I bought a liter of supercharger sauce the other day. Oh, you're such and a, that is oh, such a sheep. Such a, such such a sheeple. You only bought it because it's fucking KFCs. Um, Callum, anything oh, else? Nice. No, shut up. Mate. We're moving. Rich, on. Sweet, Callum. Callum. <laughs> Tell him shut up. Um, no, just just what everyone else said. Really, chicken. I do chicken just about every time. I'd say um, sausages. Not really burgers as much. Halloumi. I do like doing halloumi as some something different. Naan bread as well. You can put on just oh, warm yeah. it up and toast it a bit. Uh, that's about it, really. I don't think there's anything else. I'll. I'll, I'll the you, anyone throw pork on theirs? I know you said about the rib, but like pork chop. Mm. I'm not a fan of chops, you know. I don't know no. why. Considering a p- pork is uh, I, is the meat that I eat the most of, um, they dry out quite quick. Quite yeah. Quickly. So maybe that's that's a problem. But I do like I, I like a bit a bit of pork on a barbecue. Yeah. Um, what else is I just thinking? What about MJ? You said about chicken breasts. What about chicken thighs? Would they work on a barbecue? Um, yeah, yeah. I've done them. I've done thighs. I've done legs. I've done. Um, what's the other? Well, drumstick. I've done drumsticks and I've done. Um, no, I think that's all the bones Beak. going on. I've done actually. Foot. <laughs> Tail feather. Chicken foot. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, it's just. I don't know. I just don't really like. I, I. I only really like chicken on the bone from KFC. To be honest. Hashtag KFC. With your supercharger sauce. 
Um, yeah, this all stabbed on. Um, well, no, I'm really, and to be honest, guys, talking about this barbecue is making me want to go out in there and light it. To be honest. All right, see you later, mate. Um, what about <laughs> other things like jack potatoes? Anyone chuck like something like that on there every now every now and again? Sort of any other sundries that we might add to it? I don't do jack potatoes. I do sometimes throw some um, throw like a, a foil tray with some onions in. Yeah. Um, beans? No, never done beans. Uh, oh. No. Sometimes you get. We've got the old barbecue with the uh, that has like the little circular grill, uh, not grill, the hob on the side. Yeah. Chuck a little, chuck a little pan of beans on there. Barbecue them bad boys up. I'll tell you what I have had. Uh, cookie milk cookie. On the barbecue. On the barbecue. Yeah, it will, although the barbecue was really used just to warm it up because it was completely sealed in foil. Um, I, I, I'd have whacked it straight on there, I think. Mm. MJ, they're jumping the segments again. Let's talk about fruits and desserts on the barbecue I, I, then. I, I, hang on, I've not answered that question yet. One thing one thing I do all, <laughs> all, almost always cook on a barbecue is corn on a cob. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Oh. Um, Come on, my... did, did, did Phil shit on one? <laughs> <laughs> my he, he's sort of my like future kind of brother-in-law my sister-in-law's boyfriend <laughs> oh Nate's laughing my sister-in-law's boyfriend um uh, recently hosted a barbecue and there was corn on the cob there and I fucking smashed for about four of them uh there was there were four like thirds or something so in reality it was probably probably one and a half corns or something one and a th- one and a th- third um love it It, best best, i'll tell you what i've been having them all the time recently as well i had them today corn on the cob is bloody brilliant it is isn't it corn on the cob is sorry it is isn't it i was agreeing with you michael yeah so good also also worth noting cylindrical so show me a barbecue i'll show you a corn on the cob that fits on it also, I've learned a fantastic thing about corn on the cob in the last week that would be remiss of me not to mention. Uh, so I bought some from Sainsbury's recently, <laughs> and they were husk on. Yep. They still had all the, the skin and whatnot. 50p each, so bloody good value. Yep. I bought them, right, way to cook them, pop them sk- husk on in the microwave, four minutes per ear. Yes, mental, they're called ears. So four minutes per ear. Um, so if you've got two in there at the same time, do it for eight minutes. Uh, then when you get it out, you chop off the root end and then just basically pick it. Be careful because it's obviously hot. Pick it up from the other end and it will just slip right out. Boom. Uh, if you've just got the full cob, wrap it in a kitchen roll. Roll it in kitchen roll. Same procedure. Four minutes per ear. You're laughing. Easiest way to cook corn on the cob. I used to piss around with it in a frying pan. Dry frying pan. Toast what? it. So blacken it. Um, and then pour water in to steam it and rotate it. And that is a really nice way to do it because you get charring, but it's a bit of a faff. Um, so, yeah, microwave all the way, mate. Cool. cool. So, so as we said on the barbecue uh, episode, <laughs> go and microwave your corn. <laughs> Obviously, you can barbecue it as well. <laughs> Food 
Review UK on Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram at Fruitgram. Check it out. Uh, I'm going to write down what the menu is for my next barbecue, actually. Chicken breast, corn. In the microwave. Kalumi. Yeah, correct. Okay. Uh, what about you, Callum? Do you like corn on the uh, corn on the hob? No, corn on the microwave. <laughs> yeah. It, for to be fair, I only usually have it on a barbecue. That's the only time I really have it. I do. I, that, that's probably my favourite side. I'd say on a barbecue. That I can mm. Yes. It's probably the only one I can think of. Obviously, apart from, I do put an bread on every now and then. But I think corn on the cobs the the the, one, the side that I do the most. Yeah. I love the idea of the naan bread. Actually, I'm going to take that. As well. I'm actually genuinely going to write these down now. Okay. See you later. Um, what about yeah? So moving on now. Can I move on now, Stuart? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, does anyone anyone have any fruits or desserts or anything that they use the barbecue for? Yes. Okay. Tell me about it. Bananas and pineapple. Yeah. Huh? Together or just are you just mentioning? Oh, well, I mean, I would do it together. No, bananas in the skin on the on the barbecue till the black as anything. Pop them out. Wow. Pop them out. Bit of ice cream. Maybe some. Yeah. Maybe some rum if you're feeling particularly filthy. Um, same. <laughs> pineapple. Pineapple. Bit of cinnamon. Get it on oh, there. Get it yeah, on there. Like that bad boy. Yeah. Get it off the bar- Get it off the barbecue. Bit of ice cream. Pause some rum on <laughs> if you're feeling, you're feeling filthy. <laughs> I always feel filthy. Yeah, that's why you drink rum so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, sod the pineapple. Um, yeah, good. Uh, apples? Are they, are they barbecue fodder? Apples. I've never it's heard of a... anyone barbecuing an apple. No? No. I feel no. like I've heard somebody do it. We, we don't. I was just, I, I, I'm sure I've seen other people do it. But no? No, I, I, mate. I thought you're. I thought you're carrying the gas and lighting it. Leave the cooking to Laura, shall we? Oh, oh, em- emasculating. So sure. sexist sure. as well, if anything. Yeah. No, just saying. Laura's a very good cook. So yeah, I don't. I don't like this attitude from you, Michael. Um, well, Callum, have you got any, to I'm not going to. Callum, have you got any desserts that you add to the uh, barbecue? Are you just a meaty guy? <laughs> The only one I've ever done is the banana, and for some reason I wrapped it in foil, and I'm not sure why, but I can't remember who told me to, to do to try it, and I did. And they were nice, to be fair. They go a lot sweeter when they, they go black, obviously, and you uh-huh. just tear them open and rip them open. And I can't remember what I had with it. I think it was just ice cream, but they are, they, what it was nice. Yeah. Um, Laura has done in the past, added to the pineapple, made like uh, skewers with that and marshmallows. Oh, obviously, obviously got to keep an eye on those because obviously the marshmallows will drip, um, if if not uh, attended to. But yeah, that's that's quite quite a nice little combination because obviously the intense sweetness coming from the uh, the marshmallow. Love, I love a, I love a heated marshmallow, a cooked marshmallow. Um, But not apples. That's definitely not something that goes on the barbecue. Don't I don't recall ever seeing an apple on a barbecue. Definitely not. I don't know where I got that from. I'm sure I've seen somebody do it, but I might be wrong. I might be wrong. Um, aside from the barbecue itself, what about other things that we have? Any accoutrements, I guess, that we would have? <coughs> a side salad, coleslaw. What, what, what are we talking? What? Because we can't just have meat, guys. Come on, there's got to be a little bit to, a little bit of garnish. Beer. Well, beer. Oh, beer. Yeah, but that goes with everything, Stuart. I can't. I can't. I, a salad. I can't barbecue without a beer. 
Is that while you're barbecuing, or is it while I'm barbecuing, while I'm eating it? As soon if I am if I am as soon as I am lighting the barbecue, I am having a beer. It's it's, it it has it's just I I can't not do it. Um, Coleslaw's good as well as beer. Mm. Potato salad seems like a pretty frequent one. Yeah, I'm not a fan of potato salad. You know, I don't know. I'm not a bit. I'm not a fan of cold potatoes. Oh, I love a cold potato. Yeah. Saw a good one, a recipe for a good one, which had like corn, like sweet corn in, uh, lemon zest, a uh, bit of yogurt, and a bit of butter. So it was something. It was something like that. and fresh mint chopped up into it. That was nice. Sounds nice. I um, before I met Laura, I dated a girl very briefly, and I went to Player. meet her. Huh? How are you spelling meat? Probably both ways. Probably both ways. My man. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Laura doesn't listen. Um, Anyway, I met her parents once and she raved about her, I think it was her dad's, or maybe it was her mum, world famous potato salad. Uh, And I turned up and it was basically mashed potato with onion in. What? And I was like, like, this. I mean, I didn't say this, but I was like, oh, I mean, this is just. This isn't potato salad. I mean, this is. Anything but this is this is just mashed potato with onion in. There's, there's nothing here. Um, so yeah, I don't really know how you can get the two confused. But uh, sorry, that and coming out of the Michael Jameson playbook there, I'm afraid. Um, yeah, I was going to say I got ridiculed earlier for this shit on the barbecue one. Um, sorry, guy, I just need to close the window slightly. Apparently, there's uh, some neighbourly complaints. Sorry. A, what of your naked a, body? Avert your eyes a second. Oh! <laughs> you got a bit there, didn't you? Oh, we'll, we'll move on. Um, um, Callum, yeah, have you got any... What, what are your sides that you have with your barbecue food? Anything? Um, salad, potato salad we have had once. Uh, salad. Um, why are you talking about not not on the back? Something you don't put on the back? Yeah, so, so yeah, what, what's, on your, what's on your table, your buffet, I guess, the, the sort um, of stuff that you put on your plate that isn't isn't cooked? Sometimes you have some fresh bread, like a, a tiger bread or something. Mm. That's just about it, really. A salad and maybe some bread. That's it, I'd say. What about some couscous? Oh. Have you had your dinner yet? Oh. Coming yeah, back <laughs> there was a hair in it. Um, couscous, yeah, I've seen a lot of, lot of people have couscous. Um, I'm, I just can't get on board with couscous, to be honest. You're not a fan? I'm starting to come around to it a little bit, but I, yeah, it's just one of the. It's, it's just a texture of it. I'm not a big fan of. Um, but which country, I, which continent did it originate from? <laughs> great question. I could tell you because we're past that question day, uh, and we'll all find out soon. Friday, in fact. Um, yeah, uh, but I could see that working with a with a barbecue, a pasta salad, maybe something like that as well. Quite like that. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to put couscous on the list, although I do find it quite hard to inject flavour into couscous, despite not for lack of trying and not by, for lack of by, quite hard to balance on the rungs as well. Uh, by the <laughs> by the by the Ainsley Harriet ones, Michael. Yeah, I have uh, tried. They are probably the best. They I've are. Tried, they are honest. the best. Yeah. Yeah. Moroccan's good. <laughs> yeah. Lemon and mint. Good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Apple. I remember once text, texting my wife many, many years ago about something to do with tea and saying, uh, should we have couscous and my predictive text, changing it to anus, anus. <laughs> <laughs> and did Double. you spot it before it got sent or? I think I think I, even if I had spotted it, I would have sent it anyway. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that is a that's a valid sexual exploit, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Mar- married couples um, they can do what they like in their own home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Last couple of things. Cleaning, cleaning the barbecue. Oh, oh god! Absolute bull lake, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> What what's have you got any tips and tricks on that? Because I fucking hate it. Onion, onion. Yeah. I've not yeah. tried the onion method yet. It does help. Yeah. So what do you do? Just literally cut cut an onion in half. Run it over. Rub it over the barbecue. While it's while it's still warm. Um. Yeah. Do, well, it doesn't really matter. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, if, if, it, yeah. if if it's a real mess, it's not going to do that much anyway. Or get bits off. I. I'm terrible, so I will. I, I barbecued yesterday, and I just wait for the barbecue to cool and put the cover on, um, and then I will clean it next time I barbecue, which will be at the weekend probably. I, I think that's completely valid. As I gather, that's quite a good way to do it. You put it on full whack and then just scrub it off with uh, the metal the metal brush yeah. that you get in the barbecue kits. Yeah, I think that's fine to be honest. I do, is, there's no sort of health and safety thing because it all—it's all just to do with temperature, isn't it? So I do whip the uh, the griddles off and give them a proper wash, a proper washing up wash, and then uh, yeah. and then blast them full heat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can got anything on that shiny yeah. new shiny new barbecue? <laughs> just buy a new one every time you have a barbecue. <laughs> live that live that footballer life. I wish. No, but luckily for me, I'm. Um... I don't have that job of cleaning it because um, <laughs> I'm the one who, who has to clean. I, I enjoy doing it, to be fair, but my mum, my mum um, is the one who cleans it. I think I don't know if they, they use a Brillo pad or like I'm just as them brushes that you get. Um, but yeah, we got a new one last year, so we haven't really had that problem. So that's it. So are there any that. are there any famous barbecue brands that we could get um, Callum sponsored by? Weber, in it. Weber, I'm. Sh- I thought I got offered something Weber in the last few years, and funnily enough, I did a, literally did a search in my inbox for him, and I couldn't find it, so I think I must have fucking fantasised it. There you go, Weber, if you're listening, Callum Johnson, Acton Stanley, get involved, sponsor him. Um, <laughs> the face of Weber Barbecues. The face, yeah. the, right, the right foot of Weber Barbecues. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Billboard, billboards all around East Lancashire. <laughs> Just, just clipping the tongues with his with his right foot, just <laughs> flipping, <laughs> flipping burgers. Um, just, uh, just a one little thing that I was going to mention. Callum probably almost certainly doesn't remember this, but you, one, one or both of you might. Do you remember the adverts? I don't even know when they were. Do you remember when they used to have to advert uh, advertise at the beginning of uh, the summer just to remind you not to basically give your friends and family food poisoning? No. Very vaguely. I just very remember vaguely. on TV it would be like just I can't re- even remember what much much of the advert except for they'd be like it would conclude essentially with a pile of sausages and someone would cut into a sausage and it was like black on the outside but inside it was like still very very pink. Yeah. And it was basically just come on guys 
make sure you cook them properly because nobody wants food poisoning was essentially the message. I'm surprised yeah, you don't remember that, Stuart. I'm sure I remember that. Cause it, 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 it wasn't it even was that long like ago. Spark- yeah, exactly. It wasn't that. It's sort of like the Sparklers one, isn't it? Similar sort of style. Yeah, yeah. Very. No, I don't think you saw anybody. You might have seen a few hands and gestures and things like that. But it wasn't like a... It was- <laughs> <laughs> well, <I'm in>. um, <laughs> that was me miming the masturbation gesture oh. um, yeah oh, I would might. say like 10 to 15 years old maybe so it's not that old almost older than Sam um, yeah I'm surprised yeah, but, yeah. has anyone got food poisoning from a barbecue my dad accused me of giving him food poisoning last night uh, I, <laughs> I saw my dad I saw my dad today and um, he told me that He'd had to be at the toilet in the middle of the night, and I said, oh. "Well, we all eat the same food." Um, <laughs> so, no, no idea what was going on there. But what you all eat the same food? Is that like? Is this like a northern thing? Is that like birds? Our birds fry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's like um, oh, it's the same way we do with baths. So, it, when it's when it's when it's bath night, third Sunday oh. of every month, I have the first bath. <laughs> And then you go, you go, you go through the men, and then through the men in age, and then the women in age. Um, and it, it's the same. Oh Jesus! Someone's, right, someone's lost. Yeah, that was me. I just dropped the glass. <laughs> uh, and he says he doesn't like a drink. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, well, I was nearly going to say. Oh, but you didn't know. So shit. So, and it's the same with food. So basically, uh, oldest man gets to chew the food first. And then he ta- he takes what he wants and then regurgitates what he doesn't need into the mouth of the next oldest man, um, and then it works all the way through the men until to the youngest man, and then works through the women. That's how we eat in the north. Is that is that why women are smaller? Yeah, yeah. That's how it works. Confirming it. Our suspicions. Strong bit. Yeah, I've got nothing else. Michael. <laughs> the bit till it died. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dying, Michael, social media. Suck Gonna hit with some social media questions. Suck man. It's time for questions that you posted on all the platforms that you utilize to provoke our replies. Although All of them. I, I want that. every single comment that's been made on both Instagram and Facebook to be to be mentioned. I think I know what you're referencing. Every single um, one. I don't want any to be left out. Make sure they're done. I'm fine with saying it. Um, I'll go, go over to Facebook first because we just got one one question. Uh, it's from my sister of all bloody people, and uh, I assume she's being quite witty here. She says, "Accrington Stanley, who are they?" Exactly. So, that's yeah. obviously a reference so, to the milk advert. Hil- well, well done, Emma. Hilarious. Although you're not yeah. listening, so wants, yeah. That's... wants to come on the poddy but won't listen to it. So you can listen to one or two. You can expect some of that in a few weeks' time when Emma does come on the podcast. I literally cannot wow. wait. Yeah, I have never been as horrible to a guest as I am going to be to your sister. Brilliant, it's amazing. 
Sarah White for all the years she tormented me. Uh, right, moving over to to Instagram now. This is this where the real comment comment has come down? Uh, so we've got Bong Lungs. Bongers. Bongers. Love to try real BBQ ribs on the grill that have been dry rubbed and dipped in sauce. <laughs> Uh, got another comment here. This one, this one from Bong Lungs. Longers. Longers. At least if you do, sorry. At least if you don't get invited to a barbecue, you can sit at home and eat barbecue crisps. Same thing in it. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Carl really. Mooney says, "I love barbecue. I fracking love barbecue. I always use a simple rub of garlic, paprika, salt, pepper, and chili powder. I use a gas barbecue with one side on off." And other medium heat. So offset. Favourite meats is chicken, pork, lion. Oh, I think that's pork, pork loin. Uh, and when... <laughs> no. <laughs> Not just an exotic meat. He might meat. like to eat lion. He might. It's hard to get these days, though. Uh, and when I can get good ones, beef short ribs. Oh. I make a mopping sauce from Frank's hot sauce and a can of mango whizzed up. Wow. Epic flavour. What's the frock guy's favourite rub? <laughs> what style of barbecue are your favourites? Oh yeah, I'm a low and slow barbecue man. Six hours minimum. Who's that? Uh, That's Carl, isn't it? That yeah. is Carl. Yeah, Carl does barbecue right. He put that picture on the uh, the, the Facebook group the other week. Oh yeah, with the asparagus and the Hasselback potatoes. I want to go for a barbecue at Carl's house. Um, yeah, where where is he? Is he is he in the UK? I think is he in Ireland. Possibly. I think I'm um, over right. Let's, let's find out. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's combined my two things there favourite rub and low and slow. So. I, 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 like, I like a jerk. I like a jerk rub. Um, yeah, that's what I was saying. Lo, low, and, <laughs> low, and slow, low and slow is hard to do, really. I think you need to be quite committed. Um, uh, my barbecues tend to be quick and disappointing. <laughs> Quick and high. Yeah. Uh, no, um, but I'd, I'd love to get, if I had the space and the time and the money, I'd love to get a smoker. And yeah. Just do rack, just constantly have racks of ribs smoking. Oh, it's, yeah, I've just found his barbecue pictures. Yeah, it's and man, dirt, oh, man. dirty, isn't it? So that's good. not a barbecue. I mean, that's, that's not what we've been talking about tonight. That's it's, like chef levels. Yeah, it's insane. That this the asparagus looks ridiculous. What day did he post it? Because I'm just trying to find it. Uh, Saturday. I'll, I'll save it. I'll send it to, uh, uh, send it to Callum. Yeah, boy. Save the phone. Um, oh, here we, we go. Do you want to carry on, Michael? Absolutely. Yeah. As soon as I get eyes on these Hasselback potatoes, when my four megabyte. Um, <laughs> Loads up. Oh wow, yeah, that does look good. Um, right, next question. Oh, could be either. Could be either. Uh, this one is from a human being called Bong Lang. King it Lungers. As I type this, my sister has non-stop going on about having a barbecue. I said, "Go get that drank then." <laughs> uh, this next comment is from Bong Lang. Uh, Jason Gang. <laughs> Drinking all day, had a good barbecue. Yay, smiley face. Good, good. Um, Sweaty thumbsticks. Remember that time Phil shit on that barbecue and stank out the whole lay by top pants? Amazing. No, I don't remember that. Never heard of that. 
Uh, Olistinski, <laughs> mate, where all where are all the OG commenters that only got the main G bongers holding it down? Um, <laughs> I wish I could answer that question. Also, not really barbecue topic, but all three of you are wrong for liking barbecue based on a pizza. Absolutely kills the flavour. Um, yep. I very rarely have it. I almost exclusively have it. I love a love a barbecue based pizza. Yeah, I, I love a barbecue based pizza. It is. It's great. Good man. I like the Domino's one. In fact, I fucking love the Domino's one. <laughs> Um, Olish, oh, the, oh fucking hell I've got a shout out now the bee, try the bee sting from Papa John's right chilli sauce base Amarillo chilli sauce base so like a, quite a fruity spicy but not blow your head off chilli base with cheese mo, uh, mozzarella cheese uh, pepperoni green chilies, and a delicious wild flower honey swirl on top so it's really sweet syrupy fucking lovely do want to um, try it but uh, can't Ah, just buy it anyway, mate. Just a small one, fine. Um, Olish Plinski. Ollie. Ollie. Also, you know you guys were talking about making a weekly pod instead. You that would be it. absolutely class. This miss, this podcast still slaps, and it's been my go-yo for some time now. When were we talking about doing a weekly podcast? I don't think we've ever talked about no. doing a weekly but, podcast. Yeah, I, I don't remember that either, and I would never do it. <laughs> Um, I would, I, I, I would, I would, but, um, not food. I think I'd do something in between. I don't know what, like mm. movies or something like that as a, as a, as a sort of second show. And in, in, yeah. yeah, but I, I haven't really got the time. No, yeah, that's, that's the problem. It's the time. There's no yeah. way I could commit because for me, for me, this, for <sighs> me, the, uh, this podcast takes, Obviously, all of a Tuesday evening that we record, then a chunk of a Wednesday evening for editing and uploading, and then the following week, the creating and uploading of the the YouTube video of it. And that's only an hour or whatever, but it's still, yeah, um, it, we're still talking kind of four or five hours a fortnight, um, which and it takes and it takes me five hours just to put the show together exactly, and and it takes Michael twenty twenty five minutes to take his shirt off. <laughs> um, yeah, in, in an ideal world, would I love to do podcast weekly? Yes. In a practical world, I just don't think I could. I, I think I could be on someone else's, like just turn up and guest on someone else's show. But yeah. to actually run a second one, oh no, no. Um, that said, if we, I've, I have thought recently, I'll, we should try and grow this network and have other people do shows on our network. Correct. Ooh. So. Yeah. I don't know who. I don't know who. I don't know if we could ask somebody to do another show. Maybe David Goss, who has been threatening to do a football podcast for about five years. Wow. Do we I know any? That. Do we know any footballers who we could get on? A we, no. Great question. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on. I'll be up for it, Helen. All right. No, I won't. Look do. at that. There you go. <laughs> a- anything? Anything to help out Gossy? The thing I won't do. Um, <laughs> Michael. Uh, this next one's from Leon Tricker. Tricker. He says Leon. I'm about the, he says I'm about the same age as Stu, early to mid forties. And when I was a kid, barbecues were a new and very special consumer product in the UK. <laughs> 
For proof of this, look no further than their regular appearance as a bully's special prize. The barbecue concept confused Britons back then, our only exposure to the alfresco life being through exposure to TV shows like Duty Free. My parents tried their best, but my childhood barbecue memories are of burnt frozen sausages, a lot of swearing, and the dying embers being extinguished by my childish tears. My dad worked for a company called Cordon Bleu, for a while and got lots of free rounders fro- which is frozen sausage meat patties that were filled with beans and covered with in breadcrumbs Ugh. can you imagine those going on a barbecue well my parents gamely tried <laughs> can i say leon, leon tricker has taken his character just from one level to the next i mean the, the emergence of i'm the same age as Stu was 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 brilliant genius um, genius loved it and it was great but then the wasn't my wasn't my childhood sad is just a, a beautiful little accent on it <laughs> I <said that. coughs> anyone listening at home that wants that wants props follow leon just he's lead he's leaning into the laughs yeah get a character and stick to it yeah he's found he's found what makes us pick and uh uh so he says, what barbecue disasters have you had over the years? And no, sorry, and how has your variety and choice of barbecue food changed? Mm. Uh, I sort of slightly touched upon it earlier, but basically I'm in my uh, cooking barbecue infancy, so I'm still in the developing stage. I'm still very much in the learning stage. I do think it's uh, not, a, not, a, um, not an activity without skill. Um, so I'm very much still learning and, and soaking up as much... Um, information as i can personally uh i can't think of how it's changed over the years just new things that you discover like halloumi you know when i was younger i wouldn't have even known what halloumi was it's, it's stuff like that that comes up and but other than that, I, don't, I don't think my tastes on a barbecue have changed particularly just every now and again come across a new food that seems to work on it yeah um just move it uh, the movement the move away from um burgers sausages chicken to more uh, more variety of things um <laughs> I had a small barbecue disaster to answer the other part of his question. Not very long ago, my, my wife's birthday, we invited all uh, all her family and my family round, and I did. Um, I made tacos, uh, and as part of the tacos, I barbecued a load of belly pork, um, and I burnt it to a crisp because I was trying to do too many things at once, and the fat from the belly pork caught, and my bar- my barbecue set fire. Um, because I, I was sorting out drinks for guests and stuff, and oh, just... barbecue man shouldn't be doing drink duty. That's not your fault. Who should have been doing it? Theo. Exactly. Yeah, I suppose it's blame my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's of an age now. What about you, Callum? Any barbecue disasters? No, thankfully, I haven't been really doing barbecues long. To be fair, but I've. <sighs> Sort of changed slightly, and the same as you said, gone away from burgers and, and sausages as such, and gone like chicken, halloumi, different different things like that. Yeah. MJ, uh, he's also gone on to say, incidentally, cordon bleu was like a cut price bejam or bedjam, and bedjam was already a cut price Iceland. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you don't remember bejam from the way you slaughtered its name, Stuart. Do you remember bejam? I think it might have been Southern. Right, yeah. I, I definitely remember B-Jams. I know the name. Uh, they, I, I'm aware of the, the name. Yeah. 
and, and ironically, I mean, I don't know if they were taken over by Iceland, but the only one I know was actually was take was replaced by an Iceland. So I don't know if yeah, there was some connection. It was, there. it was taken over by Iceland. Oh, well, there we go. Yeah. Um, also, last episode I mentioned we had very little frozen slash convenience food in our house growing up. That's partly because the only such food we had was the free own brand stuff my dad got from work, <laughs> and own brand was not a guarantee of quality back then. Like it is now. <laughs> Uh, this comment is from Muddy Mad World. Uh, love a love a barbecue. Um, smiley face, then a fire emoji. Wouldn't mind some of MJ's meat. Oh, fine, fine. Uh, this one is. <laughs> <laughs> this one is from. This one is from Bong Lungs. Bongers. Bongs. He says, Maddy. Oh. I'd love to give you some Isle of Wight meat. Oh, <laughs> and oh. then a uh, and then a, a, a drop emoji. <laughs> oh, oh, um, I'm not sure. And that's it. It's a very eventful and somewhat uh, <laughs> I look fiery to, hot. I look forward to seeing how that relationship progresses over the next few uh, weeks and comments. I'm very interested. To see Could we have our first fruck marriage? Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Thank you very much, Michael. Thank you. You're listening to Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes. If you dare. Um, before we sign out, let's do one last little thing. Um, heaven or hell? Heaven and hell. Oh, I forgot there was a theme tune to this and everything, isn't there? There was. That's why I left there a little yeah. gap that you can put in. Yeah. Oh, we all just heard the theme tune play. I don't know why you're taking away the mystif- mystification. <laughs> just, the mystification. mystification. Um, Callum, I sent you the list earlier. I take it you've had a look. Um, yep. Just, just to explain to the to the listeners who may not have and and maybe to round it out with yourself, um, who may not have heard it for a while because it's been a while since we played it. Um, basically, we are. We are trying to fill our food heaven, our fruck heaven and our fruck hell, and trying to put the very best and the very worst of foods in the appropriate place. There's been many, many um, foods that have found their way. There's been some which have unfortunately been vetoed, um, such as lasagna. Correct. Awful. Correct. Awful. Idiots. Stupid. Yeah, yeah correct. Callum, tell him, tell him he's a dickhead. <laughs> that, is, that is poor. I disagree with that. It's a, ve- it's a very average food. It's not <laughs> average. The one, the one you described, the one you described when you was like, "Oh, my experience of lasagna is this thing that sounded nothing like a lasagna." <laughs> anyway, Callum, could you please give me your choice? You can go heaven or hell, um, but what's your first pick? Well, I've got a few for heaven, but I think the one I'm going to say is. Um, uh, Sunday roast. Ooh, have we not had roasts already? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That, was, um, that wasn't on the list. No, it's not on the list. It's not. Oh, amazing. Um, what What is it you love about roast so much? 
I think it's so, well, it's the variety. You can do so many different things, and then you always have the sort of the 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 obviously the Yorkshire puddings, the meat, the but you can oh. change it around with the different veggies. You can change it around. It can always be. So it keeps you on your toes, if you know what I mean. It can always be sort of it's interchangeable. Mm, keeps you guessing. And it's something to look forward to at the end of the week. I think I, I do love a Sunday roast. That'll be one of my favourite happens definitely. Do you, do you cook the roast yourself? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You, you a good roaster? Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> you and Dwight York. <laughs> uh, what's, what's your favourite roast? What's your favourite meat? Um. I'd say beef. I'll say beef. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think that's quite an advanced, um, an advanced meat to be cooking. I always, I'm always scared of of roasting a joint of beef because it's there's a lot of yeah. there. It's it's not very forgiving. What um, would you go for, pot chicken? Or? I t- it tends to be chicken. It's not when yeah, it's, it's it's not my favourite, but it's the easiest no. and. Yeah, yeah. And and when you've got leftover chicken, it's it's much more useful than leftover anything else. Yeah. Um, but I, if I if I had the choice, uh, it'd be lamb. If if I was making my mum cook for me, it'd be lamb. Right. Well, uh, what would she say, Stuart? Sure. Oh, how are you, man, Stuart? I'll uh, well, you come over for your dinner, and I'll cook a nice Sunday roast, and I'll do some, I'll do some lamb. Yeah, know you like lamb, don't you? How are Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> I always I love when Stuart mentions his mother because we always get a nice little impression. Yeah. Um, what, 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 what would you pair with that um, with that beef? What's your, what's your go-to veggies? Well, since Stuart said lamb and chicken, I'm thinking I th- I'd probably have chicken more than I'd have beef, but I think I said beef thinking that I don't have it that much, so it'd be nice. And yeah. You said that, that with lamb, you don't have it that much, so it'd be like that special. I do. I do have chicken probably the most, mm. but I like um, obviously Yorkshire pudding stuffing. Correct. Yorkshire puddings uh, with every meat as well, isn't it? Correct. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Stuffing. Yeah. Roasties. Yeah. Oh. Roasties and mashed potato. Oh. Yes. Correct. Correct. Uh. I don't like. I quite like uh, parsnips, honey roast parsnips. Yeah. Carrots. Yes, correct. <laughs> oh my god, our roasts are aligning. <laughs> gravy, loads of gravy. This um, is perfect. They've sort of carrots. Of, yeah, carrot. I, I do honey roast carrots. Yeah, as well. got to roast your carrots. Yeah. This is fucking yeah. perfect. This is. You are literally describing the perfect. Yeah, roast. this is my roast as well. Do you know what? I'm gonna just put a picture on. I've got a picture on my Instagram of um, my Christmas dinner. Oh. The last few, it's in the last couple of years. I've done it the last few years. Well, you've cooked yeah, the yeah. you've cooked the Christmas dinner. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose last... can you go back? Wow, you... fair play. Can you go back home at Christmas then, or not? Yeah. Well, we get um, we obviously have a game Boxing Day, but the last two years we've been off on Christmas Day. But a lot of teams are in on Christmas Day, but I've been quite lucky, to be fair. Right. It's nice to get home for Christmas, but sometimes, obviously, if you're in training, you can't get home. But it's so, if if you've got a match on uh, Boxing Day, do you do you, uh, like just travel travel on the box on the Boxing Day? Yeah, well, they try they try and keep the game sort of local. 
so there's not much travelling to do. You know, you, oh, that's if you're, good. If you're aware, you're usually aware at some uh, arrival club on Boxing Day. Usually, yeah. So okay. I'm not sure if it's sent. Oh fuck me! I found it. That is a fucking good-looking roast. That is that is a seriously good-looking roast. So oh. I, yeah, yeah. Cor- other than the sprouts, correct. other than the sprouts, I can't yeah, fault that. The sprout, the sprouts. I don't really like sprouts, but I just do them with a bit of bacon. And I just feel like I have to have a few sprouts. Mm. Everyone does, so it's sort yeah, of that looks- even though I don't really like them, but. Have you been? Um, have you cu- have you cooked that then? Yeah, yeah, I did both of them. First one was last year, and the one be- the one the next one was the year after. That's uh... crispy as well. Your your roast potatoes are crisp. You can see they're crispy all the way around. Because yeah. honestly, I find it so. Um, people will post pictures of their roast meals and put it put them on Instagram and whatnot. And they look fucking horrendous. Yeah. I'm sitting there and I'm going like, oh, God, I don't want to be around yours. They're soggy-ass veg with no colour. They're, they're potatoes. They're ro- supposedly roast oh. potatoes that just look like boiled with one little sliver of brown on top. And, it, oh, no. but the, yours, they, they look absolutely perfect. This second one those... with the red cabbage as well. Because I love red cabbage on a Christmas. Yeah. Uh, where everything's your parsnips, your, your roasties, your carrots, everything's got a bit of colour on them. Looks yeah. absolutely astonishing. Like, yeah. really, really good, really good Christmas dinner. And your 2017 Christmas dinner, that those um, Yorkshire puddings, they've gone, oh. they, they've turned into fanny Yorkshire puddings. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what happened to mine. Um, you know what? It's no bad thing, it's great, but it's, it does add, obviously, the uh, extra childish... Uh, um, so, what, so what happened with them, I made them I made them before, because obviously we, um, when were we... I wasn't 100% sure if we were going to be off on Christmas Day, we don't basically find out till Christmas Eve, so I've made them before and froze them, so I've cooked oh, them perfectly and then froze them, and then obviously I had to put them back in the oven, so they've, Fine. Just, they've just gone a little bit... <laughs> a little bit... No, it's not the color. The color's fine. It's the shape that I'm sort of. Yeah, they shrunk. Yeah, they shrunk a little bit as well. They do, don't they? When you put them in for a bit, they just collapse a little bit when you put them in. No, they look good though. They still look amazing. Like honestly, I'll have I'll have fucking eat. I I'm not even. I'm not. Oh, I've lost Stuart's visuals, but hopefully still there. Um, I'm not. I'm not lying here. That is one of the best roasts I've seen. I'll take that. Yeah, it looks That's, good. I, up there with mine and I'm so arrogant that I obviously think mine are phenomenal so <laughs> oh it's definitely better than yours um no it, <laughs> it it looks tremendous you're not like on social media obviously follow you and connect to you you're not like super um constant with your with, like with the stuff you put out there but you do put a lot of food and I do feel like I see a lot of roasts from you yeah um so that's obviously not surprising that you've gone for that for your heaven um Stuart MJ, either of you going to veto this? No, neither of you are idiots, right? I um, no. just off the just on the basis of those pictures um, that I, I I'm a bit funny about Sunday roasts. I like my I like my mum's Sunday roasts. Oh yeah, um, we fucking go, etc. What's this? But no, genuinely, I, I like I, I I am fussy about a Sunday roast and picky about a Sunday roast. Most people Sunday roasts I would not want to eat. I I. I, w- I want to eat those photos that, that of Callum's. I, I want to lick my monitor. Those those they look amazing. It's going in. Yeah, yeah. correct. 
I mean, we've we've done an entire podcast on it, um, and I think we just all wax lyrical about how much we love a roast. Yeah, it, it, roasts are very subjective. There's a lot of things that you can change. There's a lot of people that like roasts in a particular way, and more often than not, it's probably how you've been brought up. Um, but uh, nevertheless, any don't trust a person who doesn't like um, roast dinners. Gossy. <coughs> um, it's it's yeah, it's tremendous food there's an absolutely anyone that vetoes it should just not be on this podcast no it's him Michael yeah well yeah it's, it's 100% going in um, I have to say they're also the probably my favourite thing to cook because uh, you know I do like cooking other things but with a roast you literally first of all they're, they're once you've got it down they're really easy a lot of it is about timing and a lot a lot of it is just about knowing the techniques to do that and not fucking it up and doing the bloody peasant roast dinners that i've, I've mentioned earlier you sometimes see on social media um but the the food is transformed like the potatoes literally evolve from just white round things into these crispy little bundles of joy. And again, like with the chicken, that the, the skin goes all crispy uh, and just everything evolves. And it's it's really satisfying when it all comes together. Roast is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. good man. Yeah. Good, great choice, Callum. Yeah. Um, what about your food health? So... It took me some time to think for this one. I think this might get uh, sure. No, I think this might not get accepted. But I, I've got to say it because I've never liked them. I'm not actually that fussy with food in general, but I've never liked them. And it's olives. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. I think I knew someone was gonna. I think someone will, will sort of say that. The, this is one of them. You either like them, or you, I don't know. Yeah. I've never liked the taste of them. But I have to say, because that's the first. When I thought about it, I thought about things that I thought that I think maybe might have got accepted. But I just think I think I had to go for olives. It's much harder to get something into hell than it is yeah. to get something into heaven. I think because yeah, well, I mean that, it, that the way it plays out, it, all it takes yeah. is one person to to really like the thing that you don't like. Um, so who would who likes olives? Who would who would have? Stuart's a big fan of olives. MJ, I can imagine not liking olives. Yeah, I'm 100 with you. They're just like whatever, aren't they? They're not. They're just weird, salty, weird, fragrant, and just weird. Ah, yes. (laughs) And I'm I'm somewhere in between in that I certainly don't love them like Stuart. Like if they got wiped off the planet tomorrow, I wouldn't be fussed by it. But similarly. Similarly, I don't hate them, and if like there's a bowl on my table, if you go to Nando's or something, I, I'm happy to have some olives. So they're very much like a, they are very much a love them or hate them type food. Although I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of like ruin that by saying I don't mind them. <laughs> I'm actually <laughs> really, I'm in neither of those camps. Um, but yeah, I I I would probably let them slide in. But I think Stuart's probably going to slap a big old fat veto right yeah, on top I, of it. I, I, really, yeah. I really like olives. Um, I had a feeling someone would. I, I, the, the, that whole kind of um, salty, bitter. I think there's it, those flavours appeal to me. If you think about all, all the other th- the things that I really enjoy, the the very bitter beers, uh, coffee. I, I like really super strong. 
bitter flavours. I wonder, I wonder if we came back to you in ten years' time, if you'd still feel the same way. Because I think that I think that the you, as you grow older, your taste buds die, don't you? So you you tend to gravitate towards much stronger flavours. Um, yeah. Although having said that, my son bloody loves olives, and he's seven, so. Yeah, I I hated them when I was younger, and then, like I say, I, I certainly don't love them by any means, but I've certainly come somewhere full circle whereby I quite enjoy them. I'll throw them in on a pizza if if you know they're there, or sandwich or sa- subway sandwich or something like that. Like, I, I I'm certainly not um, a hater of them, but I I used to dislike them more than I do now. So I think it is definitely an acquired taste. Well, uh, would you prefer Stuart? Are you green or black? Olive. Both. Olive. It depends. It depends, really. In terms of like a really nice, fresh olive, the green ones. Yeah. Um, on, in terms of on a pizza or it or with some pasta in a pasta sauce, black yeah. ones. Um, but I. Sorry about. It's all right. No one always should come, mate. Um, no. but both have their place. Yeah. Fair play. If I had to choose yeah. one, I'd probably choose green. Yeah. Um, I think sadly then, Callum, it's it's not going to go in. I think I think Stuart stood at the door and he's just he's kicked your olives back in, back no. out even. I guess probably. Yeah, yeah I'll, accept, I'll accept that because I do know a few people who like them. Well, do, yeah. wh- when's the last time you tried an olive, Callum? Uh, that is a really interesting point because it was a long, long time ago. And I, there's a lot of very different. I wonder what like. You get some nice olives that have got, um, you know, so, some lemon peel and stuff in them, and that yeah. are a bit different. I think you should try some olives. I will. I'll try one. Try. I think if I was going to guess how old I would have been, I'd say probably about ten. And and what are you now? Four, 13? <laughs> Fourteen? Fourteen? <laughs> no, you you need to try some olives. It, it needs to happen. Yeah, I will. I'll let you know because it was. It will have been over ten years ago. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You, I think you'll like them now. I genuinely do. Mm. Imagine that I try to put it in food. How I try one and that. Like. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best food ever. Yeah. Comes on the comes on the next po- podcast. Oh, can we do food heaven again, please? I've got. A, <laughs> you can kick you can kick those fucking roasts back out of there. I don't want them in there anymore. When's the last time you tried an olive, Michael? Um, couple months. And what was it? It was it, it was as a accoutrement or something. Um, yeah, no words. Um, no olive on its own, six months or not. I can't remember the specifics. Mm, huh. Not so, sure it happened. I, uh, Stuart, look, we've learnt a lot about Michael and his taste buds over the last two years of doing this podcast and the many more years that we've known him. Does it really surprise you that he doesn't like olives? Oh, no, nothing surprises me about him, but I, I think that when he forces himself to actually eat things, he does realise he tends to like them. Oh. I don't hate olives or anything, I just don't really like them. Oh. And I wouldn't stop them going in hell, because they're fucking weird. Okay, I can't really grab the theme of that chat. Um, Lovely. Lovely. Thank you very much, Callum. That's uh, that's a, a relatively one in, one out. Fairly yeah. much, much more successful than David Goss, who got neither of his choices in. Oh, I don't care. No, no, uh, no. David, David, <laughs> David Goss got fried chicken into heaven. 
Oh, are you the, sure? I yeah, thought he. No, the only. There are only. Alex got both in. Yeah. Uh, you have never got anything into heaven. That's. Yeah. And uh, you you have got. You failed to get one thing into hell. Which was. Uh, sushi. Sushi. Oh, yeah. Again, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, me vetoing. Yeah, most things are vetoed by me. Yeah, because you're a big grown adult who loves bloody food. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, fair enough. Um, heaven's just the place to be at the moment. Hell is is actually quite boring because there's barely any. What, what's actually in, remind us what's in what's in hell at the moment? Uh, hell, aniseed, food contamination, and Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> food contamination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just and, and, and if, I mean that could encapsulate anything, but a lot of like just either you know double dipping or dipping what into one like into salsa and then into the sa- uh, sour cream. Um, yeah, yeah, anything like that really. Crumbs in the butter. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. Just Stuart. Stuart likes a, a a pure bloodline when it comes to the food. Yeah. Correct. Um, lovely stuff. Right before we go, very final thing. We haven't done this in a while because there hasn't been one in a while. But we've got a little Patreon shout out. Um, thank you very much to a young man by the name of Pierce Moore, a man who who seems to have two Bond actors in his name. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you very much, Pierce, uh, for your lovely donation. If you at home wish to donate and help out uh, the channel, and by the channel I mean Michael Jameson's pockets. Uh, please head over to patreon.com forward slash or backslash one of the slashes, many slashes um, Food Review UK and donate as little or as much as you wish and it all goes into the channel and helps us helps us keep the lights on, which Michael hasn't got at the moment he's actually sat in the dark, which is good for us because he's topless, so it actually yeah. works yeah, you don't want to see it yeah, that's all I've got for this evening, so I'd like to first of all thank Callum for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for coming on the yeah. second time. Thanks for having me. I've enjoyed it again. Good man. Um, good luck with uh, Accrington Stanley. Good luck with the season ahead. Yeah. I um, hope that you win the league, if I'm honest. And, and we'll see you smashing the championship next year. But um, no, thank you very much for coming on and uh, all, all the best for the season ahead. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thank you to Stuart and Topless Michael. Mm. Um, for pleasure. cutting me off and not letting me say fully thank you for being on this show and being the best podcast hosts anyone could ever ask for. Thank you, Nathaniel. Oh. Nathaniel John yeah, James Jr. Nice. Thank yeah. you. I'd like to echo it and extend it back to you. Thank I you. Bet he would. <laughs> <laughs> he is bombed with basketball. Um, <laughs> yeah. And funny to the listeners, thanks for sticking with us for two years. Yeah, I don't, I, we, we didn't really acknowledge it on any of the shows, but we've been going for two years now, over. At the beginning of this month was our two-year anniversary. We didn't celebrate it like we did last year with our anniversary show, which just sort of let it, let it go. But um, two years, boys, we've been doing this. Madness. Mental. Absolutely. Pretty much m- madness. Pretty much every fortnight. I think we've missed maybe like two or three in that time, mainly in the January months. But, um, yeah. Little breaks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well done, well done, whoever had the idea to do this because it's been bloody fun. Thank you. Cheers, appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so what? No, no witty pun or anything. This evening, just a, just a, just. Uh, <laughs> cue, cue, 
Sorry, sorry, what I thought you had one lined up. That's why I was waiting for something to happen. No, uh, no. keep it, keep it grill, keep it grill, um, grill out. Um, let the flames of taste lick you. <laughs> okay. Oh Awful. my Okay. Lord. Well, there we go. That's one way to ruin it. Yeah. Amazing. Wait, you're not. You're just refusing to end it, are you? This is getting weird, mate. <laughs> Fucking cut it off. Like, take the dog out back, pop one in the back of the neck, <clears throat> we're done. Pardon? Do what? So, uh, it's like a uh, Mice and Men reference, isn't it? Probably. Take the dog out back, pop one in the back of the neck. Yeah, kill the dog, kill the kill the dog. The dog's sick, dog's got probably dog AIDS. Kill it. Uh, it's No, it's not enjoying life. It's heavily ill. Uh, it wants to die, so it's humane, it's fine. Uh, it's, it's clearly limping. Um, no, because why are we letting me speak? This is so <laughs> weird. <laughs> What's happening? Can't we finish the podcast? Just a gentle goodbye and good night. <laughs> <laughs>